Welcome to Inspiration's Beauty Show. This podcast is not only to inspire you to achieve the skin of your dreams, but it's to teach you on how to care for your skin to get your dream skin a reality. Learn with me as I combine my inspirational and spiritual side, along with my skin enthusiast and professional and educated mind. I'm your host, Danielle Cerrone, self-made skincare practitioner, certified esthetician, business owner, beauty blogger, and now Inspiration's beauty show host. My intentions through this outlet is to educate you so that you know everything there is to know about skin and how to care for it. Not only will this podcast help spruce up your skincare routine and uncomplicate the beauty industry, but I'm here to help create you be your own skin master. Each episode will cover a topic to bring you closer to that master status. And the best thing is that this industry is always growing, so we will be learning a lot together. So are you ready? Let's go, Inspirational Beauties. It's learning time. Welcome back to another episode. And today we're discussing a fabulous facial treatment offered at Inspirations Beauty Clinic. And in previous episodes, I've spoken about other treatments that I offer, so continuing on that trend, today's episode is about chemical peels. Chemical peels are a popular facial that you can find at many clinics, so my goal today is to outline what exactly a chemical peel is, what skin types or skin concerns can benefit from them, what you, the client, can expect from the peels I do at my clinic, and what my philosophy and principles are in regards to chemical peels and why. It's important to remember each clinic and each professional offers different brands, different strengths, and has different practices. Nothing is right or wrong. It's up to you to explore the options and decide what feels best for you. I cannot speak on behalf of other clinics, but I will be speaking on behalf of my own professional views and my own clinic. Similarly to microneedling, the name chemical peel or acid peel intimidates people. The name implies that the treatment will hurt and there's a fear that you're gonna get burned. If done incorrectly, without proper education, burning can happen. This is where it's super, super important to trust where you're going and make sure they're properly certified. In addition, hearing peel also raises some concern and question. Just like I hushed the concerns in the episode about microneedling, I'm here today to hush your concerns about chemical peels. So what exactly is a chemical peel and to what extent does the skin peel? A chemical peel is an acid that is applied to the skin in order to get deep exfoliation. The peel part is referencing to the skin that's gonna be sloughed off as the skin heals and rejuvenates. In the beauty industry, acids are exceptionally beneficial. And although that seems scary and like you should run for the hills, using acid in your routine is actually a chef's kiss. When talking about skincare, chemical peels and acid peels, those terms are interchangeable. Also, I encourage you to not think about chemicals in the sense of like cleaning chemicals like bleach or Clorox. But we've also been trained when we hear chemical in reference to the beauty industry and beauty ingredients, we've often been taught that that's reference to harmful or harsh or nasty ingredients. But in this very specific circumstance, that's not the case. These acids are referred to salicylic acid, glycolic acid, lactic acid, mandelic acid, retinoic acid, 
And all of these acids serve really great purposes in our skin and our skincare and are actually the main ingredients used in a lot of the chemical peels. The type of acid used is dependent upon the type of skin and the skin desires or how deep or what layer the skin needs to be treated for whatever skin concern. It also depends on the brands, the clinic, and the professional doing the service. The benefits of the peel can be quite dynamic and work simultaneously treating more than one concern. For example, if pigmentation was your main concern, it's going to work on lightening those pigmentation damages, but it also is going to smooth out fine lines. Or if your desired goal is to minimize bacteria and minimize acne and blemishes and speed up the healing process, it will do so while also shrinking pore size and reducing sebum production. Chemical peels have many benefits and can serve the skin in multiple ways. So that being said, here are the ways in which a chemical peel could benefit your skin. Chemical peels are a fantastic option for those who want help in treating the pore size, pigmentation, whether it's melasma, post-inflammatory pigmentation, age spots, scarring, whether it's discoloration, like the post-inflammatory pigmentation or texture, softening and dislodging stubborn sebum and follicles and pores, improves skin texture in general, eliminating melia, bumps, healthy aging, it smooths out fine lines, it plumps up the skin, it gives that really healthy improved circulation glow, stimulates healthy collagen, which contributes to just health across the board for skin. So it promotes faster healing, promotes um, healthier collagen production. And as our skin ages and it regenerates slower, which means our skin doesn't slough off the dead skin as fast. So this is a really great boost. Truly, it seems that chemical peels can be beneficial for a lot of concerns and it absolutely can be. Who I wouldn't suggest a chemical peel for those skin types are people who have a compromised skin barrier, whether you're excessively dry or excessively flaky. Instead, I would work with them to create a customized treatment plan building the skin's barrier before using a peel to interrupt that barrier. It's really important that if that skin has been compromised, that it's not affected even further. And sometimes a peel can do that. So stay tuned, I'm gonna dive into that. Another skin type that I wouldn't really suggest a chemical peel is someone who has rosacea. Someone who already has inflammation in the skin in this way should consider focusing on treatments properly suitable for sensitive skin to help reduce the flare-ups and the redness. Another one is pregnancy. This is to absolutely ensure that the baby is safe and that the healing of the skin is not compromised. When we are pregnant, we can't really identify what is going on with the skin, whether it's hormonal, whether it's how it's healing. So it's best to just stay away from anything that really requires our skin to heal on a very specific in a very specific way. Other skin types that I wouldn't recommend to get this are those who have acne that's very clustered, that has the dry and the inflammation that's clearly large and in pain and inflamed. This shocks people because this is what people think the exact reason for that treatment would be. A lot of the time, people think if they have blemishes or acne, they must get a chemical peel. But that's not always the case. Here, I would start with a custom facial LED and frequency to establish a healthier balance between the skin. It's also making sure that the skin barrier itself can be stronger and heal properly. A lot of the time, if this is the skin's way of experiencing inflammation, there's that severe battle between dryness and oil. This is the skin's cry for help. 
and a chemical peel could actually just cause more damage. This is why I'd work with a client first, establishing healthy routines and healthy healing, and of course, introduce a healthy home care routine, and then we can introduce chemical peels. Chemical peels can be beneficial for some, but it truly does depend on what routine is already in place and the health of the skin that's already existing. Remember, the idea here is to heal and help and encourage the skin to be glowy and healthful, healthy and youthful. It's not to traumatize it any further. What is a chemical peel and what can I expect pre, during, and post-treatment? I remind you that every clinic and every professional follows their own brand's recommended steps and has their own philosophy, which is also going to alter how they recommend to do their peel, how often to have the peel done, and how to take care of it at home. At Inspirations Beauty Clinic, this is a description that I have on my website to educate clients on what they can expect. The glycolic facial is a sensational experience in so many ways. The tingling effect of the facial targets the deep layers of the skin to address any damage, bacteria, and helps restore it. Although acid peel has this treatment sounding intimidating, don't be. It's great for most skin types as it stimulates healthy new cells, encourages collagen production, and this treatment has a hydration mask applied with it along with serums and moisturizers to soothe and quench the skin. There are a few options available to pair with this treatment. Make sure you check them out. For more info, check my podcast, my blog, and my Instagram. That's a brief description that you can find on my website explaining the chemical peel that I do, which is like a glycolic base. So what does this all mean? To get started, I cleanse the skin twice. A double cleanse just to be sure that makeup, debris, oil, bacteria, anything else that's sitting on the skin has been fully removed. This is so we can achieve the best results. After the double cleanse, I wipe the skin down gently with witch hazel. This follows the same concept. Witch hazel dehydrates the skin, removing anything topical, allowing me to prep the skin for any treatment. Once the skin has been fully cleansed and prepped, the acid is then applied. The acid is a thin gel consistency. The tingling effects are almost immediate. The glycolic, which is the acid used in my case, is left on the skin approximately two to six-ish minutes. Depending on the percent used, the health of the skin, and the client's desires. As the glycolic is active and doing its work, I move the glycolic around the skin to alleviate the itch. After the required time, a neutralizer is applied. A neutralizer is important to halt the peeling process and to help and encourage the skin to heal and to adapt to quick, go back to its natural pH. So the glycolic kind of disrupts all of that and then the neutralizer is sprayed to be like, okay, quickly go back to the natural pH of a healthy skin. After this cleanse is done to remove any remaining tingling sensations of the glycolic, extractions are completed at this step. After the acids go deeply into the skin, loosening the oil and breaking apart the sticky bond from the oil to the skin or anything that's stuck under our skin, the extractions are effortless. This allows many deep extractions to happen. It's a deep clean for sure. And although extractions are not the most comfortable, they are super beneficial. A hydrating and soothing mask is then applied to allow the skin to calm down, become hydrated and sink and drink in all that moisture. In addition, it protects the skin so that the skin doesn't have as much sensitivities and can settle in the intentional adversity and the, I guess, quote, trauma that was specifically targeting the skin. 
So the acid does kind of disrupt the skin, but it's very intentional and controlled. This is completed and finished up like other treatments in the sense that there's an application of eye cream, serums, protective cream, and of course, SPF. And there's your treatment. It's just like that. So in that description and when I talk about it, I mentioned tingle and sensational. Those words are explaining the actual chemical portion. It's like a light scratch or an itchy feeling across the full area being treated. While this is on the skin, I move it around, which helps penetrate into the skin evenly, making sure it's being absorbed where it needs to. And again, it helps keep the client distracted, alleviating some of the itch. I also want to mention and give a shout out to Nancy Brown, um, Nancy K. Brown rather. This is the company that I use for my specific peels. I love that they share the same philosophy as me, and I chose that product because of that. It's a very safe and gentle um, glycolic peel, but very effective. Remember, gentle does not mean not effective. I think that is something that's misled in the beauty industry that we feel that if we don't feel a product tingle or we feel like it's, you know, not doing its work, quote, we feel like then it's, it's not doing its job. Or if our face isn't fully shut off, then it wasn't a good treatment. But in my opinion, that could not be further from the truth. Nancy K. Brown is a leading company when it comes to peels specifically. Glycolic is the highest AHA, which is alpha hydroxy acid. It's the highest AHA that can be used in in the peel systems or the peel options. And it's the only peel that can be neutralized or that is required to be neutralized, I should say. Nancy K. Brown is a blend of the purest glycolic acid along with whole leaf cold pressed aloe vera. This blend promises a deep treatment without unnecessarily compromising any cells. The peel causes less burning, less peeling, less downtime, less dryness, and overall more comfort for the client. This blends perfectly with what I was looking for when I was looking for a brand and a company when choosing what peel I wanted to add in for my services. I have never been keen on a peel that strips the skin or one of those peels that trigger the skin so much that it looks like the snake skin is like just like sloughing off. There's no real reason for that, to be honest. It's not like I've had a personally bad experience with them or that I've done them to people and saw a bad result or didn't like the result. It's just not been something that's never, it's never resonated with me. It wasn't anything that made sense to me. I never really understood why we needed to strip the skin to that level. And it, like I said, just didn't feel aligned with me. So it's not something that I wanted to work with. I really wanted to keep the integrity of the skin. And to me, that was just a little bit overboard. This isn't to shame clinics who choose those treatments or to scare clients and force them into doing the peel that I offer. It's just my personal and professional opinion. I choose to look at the skin from a wide spectrum and I consider a lot of factors. I would say I'm a lot more holistic than I am medical. Although I offer a wide variety of medical aesthetics and I offer a wide variety of skincare options that are medical brands, I just don't see the need for that personally. I place um, I place the benefit and the, the attention more on the holistic and safe side rather than I would put myself in the more medical aggressive side. And that's just my own practice. Everything I do is to preserve your beauty and your skin's integrity and dignity. So I don't want to do anything to disrupt that. Skincare and the beauty industry in general is all about doing what feels best for you, your desires, your goals, and your soul. 
So truly do what makes you feel good and what makes you look good and do that. Don't worry if it doesn't, you know, you're going to find a clinic that's going to really offer everything you're offering. So I'm not shaming and I'm not putting anything down. Again, this is just my personal and professional practices. Now that I've intrigued you with this treatment, let's talk about how you can prep properly, care for your skin post-treatment. So there's quite a bit to this. The pre-treatment, the few things you need to know is avoid sun, avoid exfoliating your skin with any acids or beads or brushes or retinols, and really be mindful of this for a minimum of about 24 to 48 hours, just so the skin is super healthy and ready for your treatment. Post-treatment, a lot of the, the same rules follow. Avoiding the sun, avoiding exfoliating, retinols. 48 hours is best, but if you can, longer is great. Especially when it comes to avoiding the sun. The skin will be sensitive and can burn easier, which also welcomes the possibility for more pigmentation issues. Avoiding the sun and avoiding sun exposure is not really a suggestion. It's more of a requirement for proper healing and for safe results. And of course, to not trigger or cause any further damage. Using gentle products is also important here so that we don't continue to thin out the skin or cause too many irritations, compromising skin or burn the skin. Letting the skin heal naturally while applying hydration and soothing products is really important. And then of course, making sure that the skin is left alone and not picked at and peeled at, letting it do it naturally and sloughing off where it needs to on its own. If you pick at it, you could cause scarring um, or disrupting the acid mantle of your skin, which causes more damage in the future. What you can expect your healing process is a little something like this. With the peels that I do, you can experience some flaking and tightening. The tightening of the skin, is just the generation, um, the collagen production. It's tightening up the pores. It's tightening up the fine lines. The flakiness is like little dry patches on specific areas, potentially where you've had more blemishes or even the crevices, um, like the nose fold or a chin dimple or things like that. There could be some flushing of the skin, some redness or pinkness and potentially blotchiness. The downtime is nothing severe though. Again, this isn't the concept that the full face peels off or look, looks like a mask or a snake shedding its skin. I'm sure you've seen photos of what I'm trying to explain on the media where it looks like literally the full face is coming off in one piece. The peels that I offer would not do this and your healing process is a little bit more natural. Um, kind of even like if you've put a spot treatment on your a pimple and it kind of outlined a little bit on the outside, there's a little dry patch or potentially like um, you've had a sunburn and you have a little area around the skin of the, where the burn was, a little patch like that. That's what the healing process would look like after a peel. The famous question is always, how often should I get this treatment? My answer always depends on the skin. What's the current state of the skin? What's the long-term goal? How does skin heal from the first treatment? This is truly where I create a custom plan with the client. That being said, I wouldn't do a glycolic peel any earlier than four weeks. After that four week wait, glycolic could be done as frequently as the four week, six week, eight week band apart. But again, it's really dependent on the state of the skin, what the client can handle, what the skin can handle. Um, there's always other treatments that I would probably blend in with a client too, to preserve the skin's integrity while also doing a lot of active treatments on subsiding the client's concerns. I really like to think of the skin's health and the barrier first and foremost, and the potential of thinning out the skin by doing too much of one thing or too much of something that could be too severe leads to more scarring, more sensitivity, 
thinning of the skin more damage that way. There are a lot of places that swear by every four weeks for, you know, four to eight treatments. I personally just don't do that. So again, make sure you're doing your research and doing something that aligns with you and what you think even you think that your skin can handle. Information with treatments like this is always the best way to prep. It's really important that they're education on doing the service correctly and that they're properly guiding you on what to do after the treatment is done because that's where the results reside. It's truly important to know that. The other question I get asked is about glycolic peels or chemical peels. Can they be done anywhere else? I have done them on the chest. I've done them on the shoulders and the back. So anywhere where you find that you have a quote problem area, whether it's congestion, scarring, blemishes, back knee, chemical peels can be done. I have done multiple um, back treatments where I've done actually the glycolic peels on people's backs um, to clear up congestion, to clear up um, healing acne and scarring, especially for the brides that they have a beautiful low back dress. I've done lots of glycolic peels for brides before they're ready to walk down the aisle. So hopefully... That was enough information for you and it answered the questions that you were looking for. And yeah, just thank you so much for listening and learning and hanging out with me today. I'm excited to work with you and to achieve your goals, whether it's with a chemical peel or a different option that I have. But as always, I just provide the information for you guys and tell you what I offer and tell you how I can help you. And I hope this did just exactly that. So as always, skin enthusiasts, stay internally and externally beautiful all you inspirational beings. And we'll chat soon. Take care and thank you so much.